0: Babaka tetvav. We were last discussing the Mishnah on top of Yudal Amudbet, which spoke to us in hints. We talked about Shom Kesef, the appraisal of money. We talked about Shave Kesef, the 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 equivalent to money. We talked about in front of Betin, and we said Vealpi that the witnesses have to be Jewish and free men. And with that, we're going to start at Vava Mudalev six lines in, where it says, Women are part of the halachot of damages. Meaning, whether she damaged or someone damaged her, the, uh, she's part of the same dini. How do we know this? So, Amaravi Uda, Amaravi Kentana de Bishmael Ishmael, the Pasuk says, Men or women, if they do any of these Averot, The Pasuk equated, it made men and women are equal to all the punishments in the Torah, the fact that they're mentioned together in regards to Korban. So the the same rules apply to all mitzvot, all punishments, everything. And including that is damages. Number two, that was Rabbi Uda, he explains it. These are the rules, these are the, mitzvot, the judgments that you put in front of them. It sounds like even women. It equated men and women to all the rules, all the money laws of the Torah. Third, both of Both them explain. they uh, their sources from. This is in regards to Shor Muad that uh, killed someone. ish isha. If it killed a man or a woman, It equated a woman to men to all the uh, all the deaths in the Torah. So, if someone uh, killed or damaged a woman, he's obligated to pay. Also, if uh, if someone's bull, the damage, same thing. And I need all three psukim. It's not that they're arguing. I need all three of them. The Yesh Mina come because if we had only told me the first one where it says uh, Isho Ishak Yasumi called that one that Ravuda Amarav said, I would have said Hatem who the Hasra Havanah Allah. I would have I would have said over there Hakadosh uh, Baruch Hu equated men to women because he felt bad if a woman did averah she should be able to have a kapara okay so she brings the korban and she, she'll be able to, to get a kapara she'll be able to get atoned for it about dinin when it comes to laws that's in regards to business I would have thought men you know they do business that is their way to do business so yes they should be part of the laws Isha but women they don't do business maybe they're not part of the mitzvot. Uh, they're, not part, they're not part of the laws of uh, money laws that's why I needed that second Pasoh where it says Veda Mishpathimfnehem of Ribil Azar. Now, Vir Sh Main Edinin, and if you would have only told me the money laws, I would have said Khid Veda Hyuta, listener, you want her to have life, so that's why no one steals from her. Aval Kapara, I would but the first one, I would have said, Ish debar mitzvah in Ishadela Belav Bat Mitzvah, I would have said Men, they do mitzvot, they're obligated in more mitzvot, then okay, if you didn't do it, you should bring a korban. Women are not obligated in that many mitzvot, then they don't have to bring a korban, they don't need a kaparan. That's why you needed that first pasuk. Now, the and hanitrate, if you would have brought me these two psukim of, in regards to the korban, in regards to the money, I would have said I would have had a good reason, either for atonement purposes or because that's her livelihood. when it comes to death, let's say an ox who killed someone. ish If a cow, if an ox killed a man, he does mitzvot, he's obligated to do mitzvot, maybe I should have to pay some sort of fine. Because now I stopped them from doing mitzvot, but a woman doesn't do a mitzvot, maybe I wouldn't have to pay. That's why I need that third pasuk. And if you would only brought me that last pasuk, I would have said, listen, she, she's dying, and therefore you should make uh, that other person pay. But with the korban and just money laws, maybe there's nobody dying over here, law. maybe they're not equal, maybe men and women have separate laws, that's why I need all three psukim. So now, we learned in the Mishnah, Hanizak the, the one who damaged and the one who was damaged are part of the payment, they split it, and to explain that, it was said, the half damages that the owner of a short time a bull that uh, gored once or twice the, the half damages that he has to pay Rav Papa Amar Mamona Rav Papa holds that you're right it's not a full payment but it's but it is a payment meaning it, it's this is what it's supposed to be and we're cutting it in half because it's your first time second time. Rav Yeshua Amar kenasa it's a fine meaning really you should be exempt and we're, we're we're charging you half the damage as like a punishment and the, the, the practical difference would be is if this person admitted to what he did before the witnesses came does he have to pay now if you're saying it's money it's just we're being nice to you and we're cutting half of it then he would have to pay but if it's a fine then if he admitted before the witnesses came then he is exempt totally from paying and the Gemara explains their reasoning. Rafa pa Mamona because kasavas tam Shvarim love beheskachi murkay me. Rafa pa said it's money because in general oxen cannot be safeguarded; they're too wild. Ubedin who debay leshalomei kolin really mitzad you should pay everything. But Hamanahu dechasale and Hashem felt bad for the person. It's only his first time. Da because his. Uh, his ox was not warned already it's not uh, three times and therefore we cut it in half mm-hmm. it's a knasa it's a fine meaning he held that in general the oxen are considered safeguarded they're not known to be animals that just go around goring really uh, technically from the the he doesn't have to pay anything he wasn't negligent. find him just to make sure that you have to safeguard your animal. Meaning, technically, you should be free, but just in case, we said we're going to uh, we're going to find you that have damages. And to none. we learned in our mishnah: the damager and the one who was damaged uh, split the payments together. Okay, now according to the rabbi who holds that this half uh, half of the damages that the damager has to pay, I understand how the one who was damaged is part of the, the damage, meaning the part of the payment of the damage. Because really, technically, he was supposed to get everything and then he got cut, so like that's coming out of his pocket. But according to one who says it's a fine meaning the, the half that he's getting, it doesn't really technically belong to him. It's just refining the other guy, so how is he part of the payment? So the grandma explains, We're talking about where the nevela, the carcass of the dead animal, depreciated. So we know if, let's say on Sunday... Um, uh, uh, bull one gores bull two bull two dies right away it belongs to the to the, to the owner and whatever it's worth now the di- the difference is what the owner of bull a has to pay but if by the time it comes to bet on monday morning it went down even more the carcass is now worth even less that's on the owner of uh, the dead the, that animal that's on him, whatever he lost, that's on him, and that's the splitting of the of the payment that we're talking about. The Gemara says, but pehat We already discussed that on and we explained the we said that when the damage are damaged he has to pay from the the best land sounds like the owner of the carcass he's the one who has to take care of it so we see that we already discussed it so why are you mentioning it over here so the next one no we had to mention it one time with shortam and one time over here with short Muad you need to mention it in both cases because if you would have only told me Shor Tam I would have said that's the case because he hasn't been a Shor Muad yet that means he hasn't been known to Gore yet it's only been once it's only been twice so I understand maybe that uh, there's a reason that uh, the owner of the carcass has to deal with it. However, about Mu'ad and but maybe when Ashur Mu'ad uh, killed this uh, animal, maybe we're not going to leave everything onto the owner of the carcass. Maybe even when it depreciated by to Monday morning, even whatever it completely depreciated, the owner of the bull that gored has to pay everything. I mean, not just what it's worth on uh, on the day that it damaged. Even when it comes to Betin, if it went down a little bit more, he has to pay that too. Now, now if he would have only told me Shor Mu'ad, I would have thought that the owner of the Shor Mu'ad is exempt from paying the difference of the depreciation from when it was damaged to when it showed up to Betin. Because anyways, he's paying for the entire thing. So we're not going to throw the difference between the depreciation on you aval tam but with a short time where you're not paying the whole thing only paying half emalo maybe you're not exempt from paying the depreciation it may be the owner of the calvin damage has to pay the depreciation tzericha that's why i need another mishnah to tell me that he's exempt so now tashema we're going to bring a Braita that is going to prove to us that half half of the damages that the owner of a short tam has to pay is Mamona, it's real money, it's money that you own, and we just did you a favor, we cut it in half. The Mishnah coming up soon tells us, What's the difference between a short time and a That The Tam, short time, you only have to pay half dead damages, but only from the, the body of the cow. Meaning if the body of the cow is not worth more than half of the damage that he caused... You don't have to pay more than what the cow is worth. On the other hand, if it's a, shore, it's, a, it's a bull that gored more than three times, you have to pay full damages even from the rest of your land. Now, the imita. Now, if it's true that uh, half damages that the uh, short time has to pay is just a fine, <laughs> the Tanash also mentioned one more difference between Taman and Mu'ad, that the uh, short time you don't pay based on your own admission, since it's a fine. And the muad mishalem al piatzmo, but the shor muad, if you're if you're bull damaged already a few times, it's forewarned, and you admitted to it before the witnesses uh, come, you should be you should be obligated to pay because not a fine. So the Quran explains Tana You're right. The Tana mentioned uh, mentioned cases, but also didn't mention a few cases. So, uh, so this is one of those cases that they didn't mention. This is one of the differences between a short time and Shur Mu'ad that we didn't mention. Oh, then my Shia, they Shiyad, what else uh, did we leave off? Shia, Hatsi, Kofer, we, we he left off half of Kofir. A Shur Mu'ad that killed someone has to pay um, a kapara for the person that he killed. He has to pay the family. And a short time is patur from Kofir, and even half a Kofir doesn't have to pay. So that's one of those differences that we didn't mention. The says, If it's all about the half-kofer that he doesn't even have to pay by a short time, then that's not called leaving over, because I could always say, I could always say, could always say who says that a short time they killed someone, the owner would have to pay half of the, the kapara. And then th- there's no real difference because just that's part of the rules of short time and short Muad. This one pays half, that one pays full, like the damages. So it-, it could be that we didn't leave anything off. So then, Tashima, here's another proof that half of damages that, that uh, short uh, Tam has to pay is Mamona. Meaning that's, right, you're just paying whatever you, you damaged. It's not a fine. We're learning it from the to Ketubot. Where the owner of a cow comes to Betin and says, My cow killed this person or, Shorosh or he killed someone else's uh, cow. He pays based on his own admission. My love, Betam, are we talking about a short time? And you see that he has to pay. That's the Hatsi Kofir like Rabbi Galili. And you see from here that the half damage you have to pay is 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 actual money. It's whatever you have to pay. It's not a fine. The Gma says, look, no. Over here we're talking about Bim Mu'ad. We're talking about he's gored a couple of times already, three times. And he has to pay full price. And that's why he has to pay even by his own admission. The Gma says, okay, about Tam, what would be the halacha if it was a short Tam? Maybe it would only be a fine. Then, and if he admitted it, he wouldn't have to pay. If that's the case, aditanis Sefa, If the, when the sefer said my axe uh, killed this uh, person's slave, and he doesn't have to pay based on his own admission. Why do you have to uh, take the sefer that route? We should just explain that. When the person said he Shori at when my uh, when my cow killed uh, this person, you should just say. What are we talking about? if it was a short time, he wouldn't pay based on his own admission. Meaning, if that's what it means, we're talking about only time, Explain that. You don't don't start a new subject in the sefer without explaining short shortam. So the Gemak explains, rather, Kula bimu'ad kamari. They have to say, the entire Mishnah is talking about a shor mu'ad. And sometimes with the shor mu'ad, a person is liable because that's damages. He has to pay for the damages. And sometimes because it's a fine. And the case of the fine would be, is my ox killed his slave. The halakha is, you'd have to pay 30 kesef, even if the the, avid is worth less than that 30 kesef, because it's a fine. It's a standard fine. So Tashimah, here's another uh, proof that... When you're paying that half damages, it's mitzad damages, it's money, it's not a fine. We said at the end of the Mishnah, the rule is kolam Shalim al anyone who's paying him more than what he damaged, and doesn't pay based on his own admission. My love, isn't that to say that shalim? That if he owes less than what he damaged, then he has to pay based on his own admission, which, which is the biggest proof that it's not a fine, it's just damages. The Khmach says, no, no, you got that whole diuk wrong. You're supposed to explain it, ha-kamah If you pay exactly what you damaged, then, okay, you pay. That's called regular uh, damages. You have to pay for what you damaged. That's mamon, not a knas. But the Khmach says, Okay, let's say it's less. What would be the halacha?' you're going to say that he doesn't pay based on his own admission, if that's the case, if you're already learning in the Mishnah that the rule is anyone who's paying more than what he damaged, doesn't pay based on his own admission, don't say that, you should just say, anyone who doesn't pay what he damaged, and I understand that, and I understand whether it's more or less that it's a fine, And you would not uh, pay based on your own admission. But the fact it didn't mention that, it's coming to show that only whoever has to pay more than what he damaged, meaning the fines, only there he would not pay based on his own admission, meaning everyone else, including the one who pays less, meaning the half damages, uh, would pay based on their own admission, which means it's Mamon, not Knas. It, 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 it actually, it's a refutation. I mean, this goes against the person who says it's a fine. Really? Right. The, the Gemara ends off the opposite. That the halakha is that the half damages is only a fine. It's not uh, paying for damages. So the Gemara doesn't understand. You tell me it's a refutation. You have Mishnayot over here that tell me that it's uh, that it's damages, and then you tell me all oh, the halakha is that it's it's a fine. The Gemara says, Ian, yes. What's the reason it's a problem? Mishum Because the Mishnah didn't say, uh, I, whoever doesn't pay the amount that he damaged, it didn't use a general uh, language. The Gemara says, yeah, but you could always answer back, the Tana didn't want to write that because it's not 100%, because you have a situation where An animal is walking, and while it's walking, rocks fly from under its feet and uh, break a glass or something. You only have to pay half damages, and that's only like a halachal of Moshe it's You're paying for damages, and even if he would uh, come to court and uh, admit it, he would have to pay it. And that's the reason... He didn't uh, he didn't write in the Mishnah that anyone who da- anyone who has to pay whatever he damaged, because you have this situation where, where you pay less. So the Gemara says, Okay, now that you said that uh, half damages are really a fine, kalba imre. Let's say a dog that ate sheep, or a cat, or someone's cat that ate a chicken. It's Meshunehu, uh, it's something that's uh, not ordinary. And in Babel, we don't make anyone pay for something like that. That's if the, the dog ate big sheep, the cat ate big chickens. But if they ate small sheep, small uh, chickens, or how that's common, that makes sense. And you would have to pay midin Shin. So that would be regular damages. And if the one who has been damaged grabbed uh, is grabbed, we don't uh, take it away from him. Meaning if a person felt he's been damaged and he goes and he takes something that belongs to the damager, we don't take it away from him. And the Mehluket Rishonim here, why it actually works. In general, uh, grabbing something that doesn't belong to you doesn't work. In this case, Hachamim were lenient. According to Rabin Tam, it was only lenient that the one who has been damaged can take and only at the time of uh, the damage. But uh, the Ramah, the Rama with the He, he is one of the Rishonim, he explains that you could even grab something else. Uh, not at the time of uh, damage, that was uh, Rabin Tam and the Rama. However, the Rosh holds he can take and that's Medeoraita. And this whole uh, concept of taking matters into your own hand is very interesting. So yeah, very Kedai to look into it. Now, Now, if the one who has been damaged it tells the Betin Babel, hey, I know over here you don't have uh, the high level Dainim that there is in Eretz Israel. Over there they could take fines from a person. I want you to set me up an appointment with the Betinim in Eretz Israel to be able to take uh, the one who damaged me there. Then we set him up a time and if he, the, the the damager doesn't agree to it we uh, we put him in harem and the gemara adds either way you have to put him in harem anyways until he gets rid of this uh, damaging thing meaning if he has a dog that just eats uh, sheep like that if he has a cat that eats chickens like that you got to get rid of it and that—that's midrabinatan. That's from what Rabinatan said. The Tanay Rabbi Omer Minayin Shelu Hagadol Adam Kelev Ra'ab B'Tochpeto. How do we know person is not allowed to have a uh, bad, a, a cruel, bad dog in his house? Ve'ali Amidzulam Ra'ab B'Tochpeto. A person is not allowed to have a shaky ladder in his house, even because Talmud Amar Do Tassim Damim Be'Be'techen. allowed to put blood in your house. Next Mishnah. Hamisha tamin, there's five actions an animal does that are not common, and therefore if it damages, it's considered tam, and therefore we only half damages. Hamisha Mu'adin, therefore warned, and, you, and uh, if it damages, you have to pay uh, full damages. Here's are the five tamin. Uh, the one that are not common. An a, a a animal is not for war, meaning it's not common for it to gore with its horns, to push with its body, to bite, to sit on utensils, to not to kick. And if it did any one of these things, if it's less than three times, you'd have to pay half damages. These are the five that are Mu'ad, the, the, the common ones. Hashem Mu'ad Animals, are, it's common for them to eat whatever is meant for it to eat. So if an animal uh, eats someone else's, hey, that's uh, normal for it, and therefore it's considered forewarned. That person has to safeguard the animal. An animal usually walks and tramples over things, so the person, the owner has to make sure it, it doesn't, and if it does happen, he has to pay for it full damages. V'ishor if it's an animal that did these uncommon things more than three times, he's already considered a muad, he's forewarned. And if a bull damaged in the area of the one who has been damaged, adam, a person is always forewarned. And all, in all these cases, the, the person, or the owner would have to pay full damages. Now, here's six animals. Hazzeev, the wolf, vari, lion, vihadov, bear, vihanna, mair, leopard, vihabard, elastic, ma'al, explain what that is. Vihanna, hash, snake, hare, elum muadin. These are considered forewarned, and if they did any damage, the person has to pay f- uh, full damages. Rebeel, azar, omer, listen, bismatchi, hin, binet, havoud, if they're domesticated, if the wolf is domesticated, the bear is domesticated, then inan, muadin, they're not considered muad, then you only have to pay half. Vihanna, but a snake, muad, la'ulam, it's always considered forewarned. And the Gemara starts, from the fact that it says that the the animal has been forewarned to eat, It sounds like we're dealing with a situation where the animal ate in the area, the property of the one who has been damaged. it says, It says that the animal is not forewarned, meaning you're not going to pay full damages, but you do have to pay half damages, money, who is that like? so explains that abanani goes according to the judges hold that if an animal gored in the air in the property of the one who has been damaged, he only has to pay uh, half damages if it's a tam. The problem is Look at the Sefer. It says It, says, it. says the following are considered Muad: an animal that uh, did one of these uh, five uncommon things three more than three times, and if it's a uh, it's a bull that gored in the property of the one who has been damaged, and the human being there considered uh, the forewarned and you have to pay full price. So it sounds like if an ox gored, uh, gourd, for example, in the property of the one who has been damaged, he has to pay full price and that's a tan bita fund. That goes according to Bitafon, the Alamishuna Karen Bhatsah nizak dim sh uh nezak hudim shalim He held that if an animal gored in the property of the one who has been damaged, he has to pay full damages. So the problem is, You want to tell me the first part is according to Rabbanan, the second part is according to Rabbanan. And the G'mon says, Shemuel actually told the story of Yehudah, Shemuel actually told the story of Yehudah, He told him, a sharp one, sharp rabbi, don't, Don't try to figure out the Mishnah. Vitabatai come after me and I, what do I say? Reshera banan, visefarabitarfon and you don't have an issue with this Mishnah. Rabilazar Mishimidav Amar, Rebelazar holds no you could say the entire Mishnah is And you could say, You could say the first part of the Mishnah is discussing a yard where one of them has permission to put his fruits in it, but both of them have permission to put their bulls inside. And therefore, so in regards to eating fruits, it's the property of the one who has been damaged. The other person who had permission to put his uh, bull over there ate this person's fruits and he had permission to put it there. But when it comes to goring, it's considered a shoot Arabim since they both have permission to put their, uh, their animals there. So if you gored over there, it's not a problem. But if you ate fruit over there, it is a problem. And that's how Rabbi Lazar says that this Mishnah is entirely Rabbi Tarfon. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem la'ulam. Amen ve'amen.